Hello, and welcome to Dice Friends. This is episode three of Best of Intentions, a D&D 5th edition game that is part of the Adventurers League organized play campaign, Oracle of War. I'm Dale Friesen, and I will be the Dungeon Master today. Joining me are three fantastic performers, so let's find out about them. Jacob, who are you playing today, and what has your character been up to since last session? Uh, hello, my name is Jacob Burgess. I am a, uh, a voice actor, a writer, and the director of operations for an indie game publisher called Yesbird Games. Uh, I am playing Patches, the rogue bard, the Warforged rogue bard, uh, and um, I've been working on a uh, on a secret project for a friend uh, since our last mishap. Uh, a friend, two friends, uh, that uh, saved saved my life. Saved my bacon, where I made out of pig. <laughs> okay, that sounds intriguing. Uh, Corey, how about you? Hey, I'm Corey Dickinson. I am appearing at Loading Ready Run in Tilty House as a content creator. And uh, Holler, my Warforged fighter, has probably spent the last week lecturing patches about like party safety and roles. So it doesn't <laughs> almost die again. <laughs> okay. Andy, over to you. My name is Andrew Cannon. I'm the man who's been illegally dumping his recyclables in your blue bin at night. And I am playing <laughs> Marcel de Thrashk, uh, who is a level three half-orc ranger. Uh, I'm getting ready for this one. This is going to be a good show, I think. Excellent. So... It's been about a week since you came back from the expo site and found Mistress Goodpot injured. Uh, you've healed her up, you've shored up the defenses around the Tale of Flowers, and this is a good thing because in spite of the rain, some unsavory types have gathered outside. Uh, so right at the edge of visibility, which uh, given all of the overcast nature of the Mornlands and whatnot is about 300 feet away. You can see two figures who look like they're probably human. The reason you notice them is because they just did some sort of alchemical thing that caused a 20-foot tall pillar of purple flame to lance into the sky. Uh, and now that you're looking out the window, you can see two more pillars just like that, with the three of them uh, forming a line away from the inn. Uh, good news, though, as you watch, the furthest flame flickers and dies. So now there are only two of these uh, purple pillars of flame. Also, dozens of humanish figures are shambling toward the new flame from the direction of the others. A deformed ogre with a couple of large tools over her shoulders was watching the two people do the alchemy. Um, and now she jogs out of line of sight. I think we should roll initiative. But I see Jacob wants to make a comment. Yes, indeed. Uh, because Patches had come up to the window, just arm loads of signs in his arms, like walked up to Holler. What are we looking at? Oh, that's... Well, it looks like you've got a lot of signs there. Well, I... 
Marcel had found a list that you wrote of names oh, for the inn, and I felt bad that we hadn't used any of them, so I've been spending the past week making different signs for you to put out front. Because uh, it was a very good list, and some of the names truly were inspired. So I'll just go put these somewhere safe, and you can change them out when you want. Oh, oh this is amazing! Just Patches. like one last look outside. What? It was amazing! Thank you so much! Marcel found the list. I just made the signs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, we should roll initiative. Please. <laughs> Rolled. I've got a oh. 13. Marcel got a 13. Uh, Holler, how about you? 18. 18 for Holler. And patches? Ten. Ten. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of exciting. Most of you are going before most of my people, which is good for you. That is exciting. I would agree yes. with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. All I'm right. Nervous when you say exciting. Oh, I, I just want what's best for you. I want what's most fun and most interesting and um Those you know different. i don't want you to be bored I, so I, success isn't boring uh let's not test that um <clears throat> so um the first person to go is um one of the two humans right behind uh, or, or right by that uh, close alchemical pillar of flame. Can you see the initiative tracker? Yes. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So, um, the woman, uh, so there's, they, they kind of, you don't know if this is in a pot or what it is because they kind of put this behind a bit of a hill. Um, hill's a strong word. It's just Hillic? some... Burn. Yeah, it... Sure, berm. I like that. Um, so you can you can see her from like the shoulders up, and she reaches up, and she does something with her hat, and um, there is a circle of light that comes on around her head. It's flickery. It's not a constant light. Um, and clearly activating this headgear is taking a bit of concentration on her part. So uh, that's all she does this round, uh, mm. which means it's Holler's turn. Hey, Holler, what you doing? So there's shambly forms coming towards the inn and a big fire? Yes. But nothing hostile's happened. Right. Down. You could probably go back to the bar and see if um, Mistress Goodpot has some cool thing you socket you can stick your finger into for a bit of a buzz. That does sound amazing, but I'm gonna like yell to the inn because I'm I'm assuming it's just us in here. There's no other like travelers that have stopped by. That's true. Like, it's just the four of you, just the staff. Oh, good news! There's company outside. Company is coming. We're gonna have guests. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Oleo, I'm not sure these are the type of guests we would like to have at this point in time. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. Usually guests don't bring giant pillars of signaling flame. I don't like know what they're bringing to barter popular. with. Like, we don't take money. It's just salvage. Maybe that's what they're bringing to pay with. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps we could salvage something from them when we are through with them. <laughs> mm. So, so Holler, are you doing anything? Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> who who is next? Many rows of check check uh, question marks. There's a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. One of them for the uh, for the yet. listeners at home. The podcast. There's just there's the initiative tractor tracker track the initiative tractor, tractor that's pulling yes. away with all of our initiatives <laughs> on it, uh, and it's got a lot. It's got our names and then a lot of rows of question marks. That we're gonna. There's a lot of people outside that door. It looks like. Yes. How far away? So uh, the two um, human types are about 300 feet away. Normally, that's okay. how far you can see, um, but they've got uh, this flame now, so you can see behind them this group of, of humans shambling up. Okay. Uh, just point of order. Corey? Yes. You oh. can hold your initiative. It's going to take a couple rounds for them to get into range. I don't have any ranged attacks. Right. But you can hold your initiative and then wait for them to move and then be like, I want to go now. And yeah, you move sure. Down okay, the I'll, I'll hold until the end of the round. Yeah, you can jump in. You can If you say you hold yeah. your initiative, you can pretty much jump in any time. So if okay. one of these things, like, flies or uses a weird halo thing to grow angel wings and poop fire all over the then hillside... Sit inside the inn and watch. It'll be fun. Exactly. Yes. I Poop and angel fire. Mm. <laughs> Yes, um, that is not the thing that is happening this round. Um, huh. Also, yeah, the, this, if... This round, they're 300 feet away. <laughs> it's they a long way. Had a lot of spicy food. You don't know. If the issue is that you just don't have a ranged weapon, you do have a patron you could go talk to about that. Just putting that out there. Anyway, uh, it's Marcel's turn. Uh, maybe. Um, I would like to know a few more things about this inn, because I, I assume we're because we're aware we're all aware of what's happening. We've seen this through the through the windows. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. uh, you, I should ask you that. You shouldn't ask me that. That's a good question. I assume that when the that when the cool purple pillars of flame went up, that made an audible sound because what that wouldn't be fun if it didn't. So I'm going to say that that when that happened, Marcel was stopped, who was looking for the ghost cat as well, and putting mm -hmm. out little little bits of catnip that he crafted from the things outside because he's a he's a ranger and he's skilled like that. And he's sort of putting it around the room. I'm oh, I'm gonna get this ghost cat. If we if I survive this fight, we will speak to the ghost cat. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, and went to the window, uh, but just before initiative hit and went, oh, sacre bleu. And, uh, and, and, and saw as you add the things that you described happening, uh, vaguely in the, in the overcast distance. So my questions are, is there, a, what's the, our front door look like? Does it have a lock? Does it have a bar? Does it have a deadbolt? What's, what's the situation on the door? Uh, it has a lock. 
Um, okay. I have details on the lock if they become important. Um, now, this is an inn, and you've said that you're open for customers. Does that mean the door is unlocked, or does that mean you keep it locked? And um, in the morning, and I think since Goodpot's been attacked, mm -hmm. I think we'll probably keep it locked, and somebody can knock on the damn door if they want in. Okay, <laughs> if they want in, ah. Very good. And the windows themselves. I, I see we have we have this gorgeous map that uh, that Corey did. A, we have a, a eleven marvelous. windows. Mm -hmm. We have Duke. eleven windows. Do, uh, are these the kind of windows that that open? Um, can uh, and do they have latches on them as well? Uh, they are um, glazed, and mm -hmm. you can open them. Okay. Also, I see right. I've forgotten to put Mistress Goodpot into initiative. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, That's could... great. So, yeah. like When I saw the stuff and I hit my initiative, I yelled. So everyone in the inn knows yeah. about stuff. Okay. And, yeah. I, I am not Good. trying to hide this from you. Oh, certainly, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to see what... Um, what uh, what what I because because my my options are now I feel are to barricade the door, or to use my uh, half orc uh, perception and try to get a better understanding of what's going on out there, um, and I I think can I do both por porqueno dos or the French version of that could I <laughs> could I quickly um, in that six seconds that I have per turn. Could I uh, pick up the back of a of a bar chair, ram it under the uh, uh, the, the the door handle to the front door, and and look out the window and use some of my good good uh, uh, ranger perception? So, um, if we assume that you are in the bar area, mm -hmm. looking out the window, you mm -hmm. could look out there, and then um, you have several types of actions in fifth edition there are actually five types of actions but looking is not an action so if okay. all you're doing is looking and you, you want to ask me some questions why don't you ask me those questions and we'll figure out if uh that's the kind of thing i can tell you that's good i would like to get a better understanding of what is coming our way and how many of the what is coming our way okay then yes, I would like you to make um, an intelligence check with um, your proficiency bonus and you have advantage on this check. And this is specifically about the humanish things shambling toward you, not the two humans who are doing alchemy, correct? Uh, yes, yes, because okay. that seems the more immediate threat. Okay. So let's let's do that. And uh, that's either a 15 or a 9. I'll take the 15 minus 1 is 14. Okay. So with a 14, you can tell that these are mindless undead. Um, but they do seem to be moving with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and about uh, how many does it look like? Well, you, it's... The, the first group is only half a dozen, but there are more groups behind them. Okay. Um, Good. And they're, they're just these, these mindless, shambling things. 
shambling what? Sorry. Hum humanish things. Okay. Excellent. Um, well, then I I will see that and I'll shout over my shoulder. We got some of the dummies. They are <laughs> they are coming. They look. I will feel no guilt about ending their existence on this planet. There is at least six of them, and there are more coming. And then you grab a stool Great. and you move to the door and you barricade the door. Mm -hmm. Maybe. All right. And that is, that is um, my turn for now. All right. And uh, you don't have to worry about rolling to see if your barricade is effective because I will take care of that for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and that is Marcel's turn, which brings us to Patches. Yes. Patches is going to go uh, to uh, one of the windows. Uh, sure. Prop the window open and uh, take aim with his crossbow. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure. Uh, yep. And I will activate prestidigitation as well, which lasts for an hour, and then I can do a bunch of different effects. Prestidigitation can open and close windows. Lovely. Um, so that that's your action. You're not firing. Is that correct? I am not firing because okay. uh, there are things such as intelligent undead. Uh, even the shamblers that we found in the expo hall talked. I don't want to assume. So I am going to take aim. Okay. So um, you uh, have been told by your... Uh, ranger that these are the dummies. Yes. In, in Marcel's uh, uh, vocabulary, this is the mindless ones. These are, ah, um... Thank you. We, let's assume that we had worked that out, yes. So if this is sure, one of the mindless yeah. ones, then yeah. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Yeah, so can you can you shoot and cast prestidigitation on the same round? I don't remember what kind of... Th this isn't me making some sort of point. This is me not remembering what kind of action prestidigitation is. Uh, you know what? Uh, no, I can't. That is, okay. that is a good point. So I'm going to cast prestidigitation and just ready okay. in cover because I have a feeling with zombies being able to quickly close windows as a free action might be a good idea. It, it sounds lovely, yes. Um... Which brings us to someone else. Uh, this is the the dude who's behind the berm who was working on the alchemy. And he also spends his round activating his headgear. Um, it has two of these weird flickering circles, one on either side of his head. Yes, Jacob. Because I am an honest man, this is a wild magic zone, yes? Yes. I cast a spell. Ooh. All right. Uh, let's start with... I didn't want to with... tell you this. <laughs> I want that noted. <laughs> so what are you targeting specifically? I'm not targeting anything. Oh, I, oh. Let's, I'm, I'm casting Prestidigitation. It lasts for an hour, and then I can do effects. I misheard you. I thought you said dispel. I'm like, oh, he must have a reaction. Um, yeah, I so heard dispel. You, oh, so you're saying no. you cast a 
spell. A Thank spell, you for, yes. Uh, I understand now. Please roll a d20. Damn my honest face. How do we like a 17? A 17 sounds like everything works exactly as you expect. Good. I apologize for interrupting. Please continue with... <laughs> yes, uh, thank you for your honesty. Uh, so, um, the woman by the pillar has a circle above her head like a halo. Uh, the dude has two circles, one on either side of his head, um, like Princess Leia. Um, but they're flickery lights. Um, it's like the neon sign outside of a bar that decades ago was a place that people loved and was an important part of the community, but now is just a place where a couple of drunks hang out talking about how they used to be important when they drank here in its heyday. And that's all that guy does. Feel like I, I love that Ibsen play you just wrote. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Thank you. So you, you know how they're they're sort of fritzing now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. One of All the right. men's obviously name is Fritz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, the shamblers move past the flame completely ignoring the people who are um by it and they're they're sort of there and around uh and that's all they do okay and uh so i just need to uh, all right so mistress good pot is back by the bar and i think she's hunkering down behind the bar and she's wielding her soup ladle but hoping not to use it so um the woman at this pillar of flame um has a, a crossbow and she fires it through the pillar toward the inn not aiming for anything specific but the bolt very quickly catches fire as it goes through the purple flame and it takes the purple flame with it toward the inn and all the heads of the shamblers kind of swivel to follow the motion of the flame does it Holler. stick in anywhere uh, uh, sorry what did you say jacob the flame does it stick in anywhere uh so the the crossbow bolt would land near the inn and just sticks into the ground yes so far the fire. flame hasn't yes but so far it hasn't spread okay holler yes um uh, are, are both the humans uh by the same flame or are they separate they are on either side of the flame behind the berm Okay. Yeah, but there's there's two flame pillars active right now. Oh yes, but they but one is quite a ways away, past the so the the most recent one is three hundred feet away, and then there's a second pillar quite a ways past that. 
So they're, they're, they're going further out. They aren't, like, surrounding us. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess I yelled, Patches, stay here! And I open a window and jump out and run towards the pillar of fire behind the berm. Okay. So what are you doing? How, uh, you can we have move, walls. what, 60 feet? All right. 30, and I can dash. Right. Okay. So, um, once you're out there, uh, I can give you a bit more information. Oh. Um, with... Sorry, I'm just looking up uh, your stats here. Yes, you can see... Did I mention there was kind of someone who looked a bit like a deformed ogre? Yeah, you said they yes. left. Ye Oh, good. Um, and she has two big tools over her shoulders. Um, but you haven't had to worry about her at all because um, she left your line of sight. So Gone forever. Right. Uh. Um, but she is now back in your line of sight. So uh, I feel like I should tell you about that. Um okay. She is walking up the side of the hill that is, um, you're in. Uh, good. Um, that is information that I thought you should have since you're yeah. out there. Uh, of course, Marcel and Patches don't know about that. I'm definitely gonna... Nope. Yell while I'm still running. <laughs> Marcel, the ogre is climbing the inn. Oh, zoot! Uh, merci. Don't get yourself killed out there. I'm all. So, just a reminder about this inn: it's scaled for humans, but it's built by halflings. So you kind of have to picture Hobbiton, um, where instead of building a peaked roof, they put a bunch of dirt on top of this inn, and grass grows on top of it. Uh, all right, so um, there is someone doing some things, um, but you can't see that. So it's Marcel's turn. Oh, zoot. Uh, well, you my... my... Just... <laughs> hmm? Sorry? You have just wedged the front door closed. Just wedged the front door closed. Um, uh, Patches did some magic in Hollywood. <laughs> jumped out a window okay because that was gonna be my plan only i was gonna go out like mrs good miss mistress Goodpot's room and be sneaky about it but that's <laughs> you can still do that yeah yeah that's fine well at least okay what do we have now we have a big distraction in holler so uh so i just i just shut that uh, yeah i i just i just uh, uh jammed the door closed so i guess what i'm going to do is Look out the window because looking is a is a free action. So what are what are the undead? How are they reacting to Holler barreling out there into battle? So uh, shamblers react slowly. So mm -hmm. so far um, they haven't really had time to do much of anything since she ran out there. Um, they are just sort of now noticing uh, the flame that is closer toward the inn. Mm -hmm. 
okay and there's and there's that flame and that uh and, and that has that has come down and landed somewhere around the okay uh, so there's a big sort of copse of trees outside the inn it was sort of shooting vaguely for that but mm -hmm. um mostly concerned with getting through the fire so i've just said the first one didn't get to the trees okay good well i am because because and i just learned from holler that the ogre is coming up the coming up the back of the of the uh of the end there well then i am i am going to i'm going to turn to patches and i'm going to say i'm going to be back very soon and i <laughs> sprint out the window after because i can't do anything good from the inside there i got uh, other than shoot out uh, shoot at the other at uh, the, the 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 undead so i'm going to to go out the window just far enough that i can maybe see this ogre coming up the back sure. and i would like yeah sure and um, and can, yeah and i what i would like to do is jump basically jump out the window take out my bow and try to le loose one at this uh at this ogre coming up the top I feel like you'll have disadvantage. This is this is going to be a, a very um, wild shot, but yeah. I also think it sounds awesome. Um, True, and I can always jump back in the window too. These are shambling undead. I know they they're gonna. I, I can come back, and I got high athletics after this. So yes, a wild shot with disadvantage. I can take that, um, and uh, preferably aiming for the the facial region. Maybe maybe get one of those eyes. But let's see. Oof. So let's see. What do, what do I have for this again? Actually, uh, I've got a hero point too. Zero point two. Okay. Well, Maybe then I would have a hero point as well. You can roll oh. an extra d6 on top of this. This is true, and because this is a very big person, and I feel like I can mm -hmm. take the undead coming at me. I may want to use this hero roll. So let's see. A longbow uh, plus three to hit. So I so because I just jumped out that window, I probably can't cast hunter's mark at this point in time. That'd be probably too much for one turn. You could do that or shoot. I could do that or shoot. Yes. Well, then it might be it because I I get a I get a good bonus for that hunter's mark. I get I get to re-roll my. Um, uh, uh, I get one one extra d six. Hunter's mark and shoot. Hunter's mark is a bonus action. Thank you for looking oh. that up. Okay, so can I do that? Can I take a, 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 bow, a bow shot with disadvantage and cast this Hunter's Mark? Yes. Do you want to do it in the other order if you get bonuses from Hunter's Mark? Yes, I would like to cast Hunter's Mark. I would like to, Marcel would say goodbye to Patches and maybe like blows him a kiss and <laughs> dives out the window into a roll, gets back on his feet, <laughs> turns up to see the ogre coming over the, the little uh, uh, hop hobbit in and uh, mutters some, some, some arcane things. Uh, is 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 uh, dragon mark glows a bit, and I cast hunter's hunter's mark on this this big ogre, and I take out my bow and I say, "I see you," and I and I cast and I and I I roll <laughs> with uh, with disadvantage. But before you do that, you have cast yes. a spell, and I would like you to roll a d twenty, please. <laughs> oh you, oh you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I said Ibsen. I should have said Pinter. I'd realize that once I'd said it. I, I apologize. Uh, Ibsen is more um, 19th century. Uh, there wouldn't be electric lights. So yes, I will roll a d20. Here we go. Oh boy. I rolled a 19. And 19. With... Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I rolled a 19. 
so everything works exactly the way you expect it to work. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I, uh, I, roll a, I roll an attack roll uh, with disadvantage. I've got plus three to hit. Here we go. Uh, there's an eight. And there is a four. So eight plus three is, uh, is an 11. Uh, I'm afraid that's not how... If you rolled an eight and you rolled a four... Oh, with have... disadvantage. That's right. So that's even worse. That's a seven. Okay, but, so you have drawn her attention, but you haven't hit her. That's fair. And also bad for me. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think it's Patches' turn. Maybe to close the window that Marcel jumped out of. You know, just, <laughs> yeah. just, just something you can do. <laughs> um, so, uh, to be fair, uh, <clears throat> I misread... Uh, Prestidigitation, or they updated it since last game I played a while ago. Uh, I cannot open or close windows with it. Oh. Uh, that is not a thing I can do. I can snuff out candles or. How far? Campfires. What's the range on that? Uh, 10 feet. Oh, so you it's can't get the arrow <laughs> down. Can't I would love it if that well, arrow was gone. <laughs> yes, that was going to be my question is that is the arrow still like purple flame yes okay and does it look like all of the shamblers are heading towards it i mean they haven't acted since it was there but they are certainly staring at it okay is there a role that i can make to be sure i can just tell you that that's what's going to happen excellent how far away is it it's like 50 feet i can get there in 50 feet yes you can okay I'm sorry, I can't do what you told me. I'm going to run out towards the arrow. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yep. So yep. you run out toward the arrow. Yes. You can get close enough then to use prestidigitation to extinguish it. Is that correct? No. I can pick it up and I can fire it back. Ooh. Wow. All right. So I feel like we should have some sort of let's not burn ourselves on the alchemical flame while we are picking up this crossbow bolt and loading it into our wooden uh, crossbow. Fantastic. What, what sort of... of like? I, I was going to ask what you were going to offer me. Uh, I could offer you acrobatics, uh, athletics, perhaps. Um Dex save. I would take either take, of those. Take your pick. Pretty much all my bonuses are about the same. All right. Well, okay. then why don't you roll your die, add a number, and tell me how well you did. Great. Uh, ten. Okay. So, um, do you burn yourself and fire this thing back? No. Uh, do you burn your crossbow and fire this thing back? Do you pick up the bolt, say, ow, 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 and drop it, and nobody gets burned? Or, or do I use my hero die to try and not do any of those things? Okay. How does that sound? 
Uh, it sounds like you're going to have to tell me that one of those things started to happen, but you had some sort of heroic recovery that you're going to describe for us. Patches reaches down uh, to grab the bolt, and it looks as though he is, like, in his haste, grab the whole thing bodily and jam it in the crossbow uh, fast enough to not burn himself, but definitely was going to damage his crossbow. And then, there, like, as he got down, just quick-loaded it. As if he were remembering some training that mm. he used to have. I like it. And I will roll my d6. And that's going to be a 5. That sounds amazing. 15. 15 sounds like a success, whereas 10 sounded like a failure. <laughs> so I like that. Wonderful. I think your crossbow Excellent. might, at your discretion, have some cool burn marks that have no game mechanic effect. It can absolutely be scarred just like its owner. <laughs> so he'll jam that in, load it up real quick, drop to a knee, and fire it at one of the... You know what? I'm going to fire it right back at the person that shot it. All right. So um, you've you've moved 50 feet, and ooh. you've loaded this crossbow, and now you're attacking. Is that correct? I am going to attempt to, yes. Okay. Uh in order to hit at this range, I would be at disadvantage, I believe. And um, are you able to move 50 feet and attack? Nope. I'm able to stay here with the thing that's attracting all the undead in my crossbow. Okay. Um, cool. Well, that's what I'm doing. All right. Now that you have Prestidigitation active, can you use its effects as a free action? No, that is okay. unfortunately not how prestidigitation works. What I can do, however, is give Marcel bardic inspiration with my bonus action. All right. That and then that's my turn. Sounds fun. Do you have an arcane focus that you sometimes use for your bardic spells? I know this isn't a spell. I'm just asking because I need this information later. Uh, my arcane focus is a horn flute. It's Thank a, you. Uh, Cyrian? Uh, Cy Seer? Chiri? How do you pronounce uh, any, it? Kira? Any pronunciation Kira? is Zero. canonically correct. Okay, I great. say Kira, but okay. um, the the pronunciation uh, a, varies it's a widely. Syrian, it's a Syrian war flute. <laughs> okay, that sounds like something else, but sure. Um, <laughs> is that like a pan pipe? Yeah, but bigger. Okay, cool. It's like three Viking horns shoved together. Nice. All right, it's the um, the thing we're calling the deformed ogre's turn, uh, and she starts digging. She is she gets to the roof over top of the inn. Um, she's just kind of over the bar area, and she starts digging down into the hill. She's got some sort of weird shovel that has um, glowing blue lines going up the handle. Um, that looks like something that might be worth some salvage later if you can get your hands on it. Yeah. I will. I will certainly get that. Yeah. <laughs> that looks and like treasure we don't have yet. Indeed. Um, speaking of treasure you don't have yet, uh, there's a fellow near the alchemical pillar. 
and he has picked up this um he's kind of it's made of wood it's about five feet long it's cylindrical it's um about four inches in diameter it's a great big thing um so he's he's just kind of manhandling this massive rod um and while he has his wood he's he's kind of um thrusting it into the purple flame um I didn't hear what you said, Jacob. I went to that club once, yeah. Ah. So, um, but just the tip. And uh, so it's all now nice and um, fiery. So uh, this, you now have enough light that you can see that it's covered in symbols and weird uh, shapes that are perhaps drawn or perhaps embossed. Um, and the, the end was already all blackened. Um, and it is now on fire with this purple flame. Um, and you're all a bit closer to him now. So I'll just tell you, he's not wearing standard armor. He has a weird vest thing that uh, also has a bunch of um, symbols and shapes drawn on it. Um, I, if anyone can give me a perception check 21, I'll give you more details. He's still pretty far away. The perception. I may be able to do. 17. Yeah, of, uh, 16. of course, other people are willing to try. Um, and Marcel also has a bonus to his perception checks. I sure do. Mm, didn't roll with that. And if you would. In plus a D for is 20. You do have Bardic oh, Inspiration. Short. I do a Bardic Inspiration, but oh, I kind of want to use that for the ogre. Yeah, I yeah, get it. I kind of want to for it. that. But you know what I will do? You know what I will do? I do have a hero point. Ah, can you roll at least a like 1 a... on a d6? Because that's <laughs> all you so. need. But no! Um, I just, just blinked out straight. <laughs> I hope to come, yeah, no. <laughs> come back. <laughs> okay. It's weird because in the void you can't roll a one on a d6. So I'm glad I'm back in <laughs> back in now this material dimension. So oh no, that's the void again. Okay, here I am. Okay, okay. so zero point because I'm so I'm curious. Hmm? Yes, and yeah. Let I'm me two, tell you so about the, these designs. Okay, please do. So uh, on this vest you see a series of four uh, four lines of five circles just going down one side. And most of these circles are black, but in the bottom line of circles, there are four orange circles and one black circle. So there's a rectangle that's got 20 circles and 16 of these circles are black and four of these circles are orange. And then there are a ton of other weird symbols and um, things that you can't really see. Now with a 22, I think you also see that the woman who is standing nearby is looking very apprehensively at him. Um, and I think that's mm. all that, uh, what he has done uh, t 
takes up his entire round. So um, the shamblers are moving forward. Uh, they will not reach Patches this turn, but they are clearly moving toward him. Uh, also, you can now see more uh, shamblers um, that are approaching the pillar. About half a dozen of them. Uh, Mistress Goodpot is not any place any of you can see her. So um, this brings us back to the woman who's by the pillar. And she is going to try again to um, shoot the purple fire into the big tree uh, outside your inn. Now, um, Patches, you're right up close on this fire. You're out there in the rain. You've got, it does not seem to be in any way affected by the water coming down on you. Um, but the trees are wet, so she's going to have trouble lighting them up. Yeah, she hits the trees. The fire doesn't look like it's spreading this round. So there are now two crossbow bolts with this fire. One has thunked into a tree. One is in Patches' uh, crossbow. Um, and the trees do not catch fire. And that's all she does. So it's Hauler's turn. I'm still running towards them. Just kind of flat out. Um, I, I didn't hear that, Corey. I'm oh, sorry. Can sorry. you say I'm, that again? I'm still running towards them. Okay. Toward the, the two humans or toward the undead? No, towards the humans with the pillar. Okay. All uh, right. Well. Can you tell me if I get close enough to see, like, if there is a pot under the giant flame or something? Or if it's just a fire? I, I think you'll have to get almost right up to them because you, you, you know, there's this berm in front of them. Yeah. I don't think you have line of sight. I, I don't think it's a distance thing. I think it's a get around the, the dirt thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm, just, I'm running to, at them. All right. So you move another 60 feet. You've moved 120 feet. You are certainly uh, right near the shamblers if you want to be. No. No. Okay. I mean, I'm going after Jacob, the I people, see that hand. the alchemists. Okay. Uh, so, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I thought she used a dash action, which is quadruple move on her first turn, which would take her... 120. 120? I, my math is bad. Because you can move 30 feet three times four. That's 120 feet, right? So you've you've moved 120 feet. I I don't. I, I'm not tracking this. Someone. Yeah, I'm, I'm dashing. So. Okay. So yep. how far have you moved? Is my question. Uh, I'm looking for a read up on dash to see if there's like any restrictions. But as far as I know, I just keep running. So I guess I'm 240 now. Okay. So um, they're 300. So next round you'll start out 60 feet away from them. Perfect. Okay. And now it is um, someone doing some things. 
you don't know about, and then it's Marcel's turn. So is that just you then, Dale? Is that character just you? <laughs> Probably. That person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, and I, I, Marcel, uh, notices, like, just looks around at her, uh, notices from 300 feet away the, the pattern on this mess, and, <laughs> and goes, finds that away. And then I, I look back at the ogre, who I now is, is, uh, digging into the roof, and I, yes. I shout as a free action, uh, Mrs. Goodbot, what death from above? And I then I I want what I would like to do is um, scale what I assume is is a fairly low roof uh, because well, by hobbits I would like to jump onto the and then sword into the ogre's neck. I think I'll, I'll probably only have time. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> and you should can I reach her if you give me at least a thirteen on athletics? Excellent. I've got a plus to that. So this should be hopefully 16 plus 4 is a 20. Well, that's certainly going to reach. Excellent. Alright, cool. Uh, well, and uh, I would like... Insertion time. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. And uh, so attack roll is a 17 plus 4 is a 21. Um, a and I assume that hits. Excellent. And yes. so because I've got this hunter mark, I've got, I rolled 2d6 worth of damage uh, nice. plus my uh, proficiency modifier. So let's see what that does. That's a 2 plus a plus 2 is 8 damage. And I believe you have two weapon fighting, sir. I do time to get the other one in? Is it after, after leaping up, up there? Is, is that, is that? Uh, I didn't hear the amount of damage. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Damage. Eight, eight damage. Thank eight, you. eight for the first. Uh, so I have time to get the other one out and and play. Oh, I don't remember. Slice and dice. Yeah, if you two weapon fight oh. lets you do that, then go for it. Hell yeah! I think it does. I think sure. it does. Uh, so so let's do that. That's uh, that's uh, so I've got to roll. Uh, uh, got to do it for that one as well. I believe I'm guessing sure. that hits. Plus There's... plus four is twenty two. Uh, your second attack for damage, the second attack doesn't use your ability modifier uh, for bonus damage. Uh, doesn't his ranger taking that two-weapon fighting as a ranger negate that? Oh, yeah, that's true. Never mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Okay. So let's... But I, don't, I only get to use the hunter's mark once. So this will just be 1d6 plus 2 proficiency. Is a 5 plus 2 is a 7. Ooh. 7. Wow. It's like 15 so you did 15 total points damage. of damage to her. 50, and I, I jumped on top of a building at the same time. <laughs> Badass, <laughs> Marcel yeah. is Marcel's in her neck going, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> okay, well, that was heroic. Uh, Patches, <laughs> do you feel you can step to that? I do. I Great, do. let's a see it. There's a group of shamblers, correct? Yes. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to shoot one of the shamblers with the... Um... Okay, help me, friends. Do I put out the fire that's in the tree, or do I shoot a shambler? You shoot the shambler, I, then you I run would... to get the arrow. Like, how close are you to the tree? 
Uh, Dale said fairly close, so I might actually be able to uh, shoot a shambler five foot step, pull the arrow out. I think you'd have to jump for the arrow, but you could you could give me an athletics roll that to do that. Athletics check. Okay, then yes, that's what I'd like to do. I would like to shoot uh, shoot the arrow um, and then grab the thing. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no, this is going to be fine. This is going to work out well, everybody. Watch, watch, Excellent. watch, watch me go. They're within eighty feet. Okay, that's good. Uh, does a fifteen hit? It does. Marvelous. Then I definitely hit one of them. Uh, and that does a total of two damage, plus whatever the fire is. Yes. Uh, so. I'm very sorry to damage is not enough to take out a shambler. That's fine. Maybe it will light on fire. Maybe the fire will attract the other shamblers and they will kill him in the effort of putting out their friend. I don't know how this fire works. I do know they were attracted <laughs> to the fire. Yes. And now the fire is not right next to you. Yes. So now the fire think, is not right next to me. I, I think you were going to give me a roll to leap and wrap your fingers around another source of fire. Correct. Ooh, 20. Oh, that's going to do it. Marvelous. Um, then... I, I think with a 20, you can even do it without burning yourself. Fantastic. That's good. Excellent. All right. So you're, uh, you can either try to reach up with your other hand and, and hang on to the arrow with one hand and a branch with another, or you can let your weight pull the arrow out of the tree. Uh... I'm going to get up in this tree okay. because there's zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to, I will next turn, hoist mm -hmm. myself up into the tree, pull the arrow out, and then use that arrow to shoot people. Okay. Um, so right now you're hanging from like the branch that has the arrow in it. Is that, am I picturing that correctly? Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. I would, I, the, the, ultimately I want to get this arrow out of this tree. So it doesn't light the tree on fire. Yep. Okay. Uh, Marcel, did you use your bardic inspiration? Not yet. Still got that. Okay. And hauler's way too far away. So I will sit on it. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. I'm good. Uh, that means it's the ogre's turn. So um, the ogre is going to... Um, smack at Marcel with this glowing shovel thing. She had another tool nearby. It's like a pickaxe. She was not using it for sort of the grassy dirt right at first. Uh, ooh, how's a 22? Does a 22 hit Marcel? Oh, it really does. It really oh, does. <laughs> Have 15 points of damage, Marcel. Oh, Okay. Um, and she says something to you. Do you understand giant? No, I'm afraid not. Although I love the musicality of the language. <laughs> okay. Uh, that brings us to the fellow in the vest who has been um, performing questionable acts. And uh, he... Um, points this wood at 
hauler who is running rapidly toward him. Um, and he steps out from behind the berm to do this. In fact, he starts moving toward you. And then um, from the end of this uh, large piece of lumber, uh, which is on fire with purple flame, uh, he shoots a line of flame um, right at you. Uh, and he's trying to angle it. He, he moved out from behind the berm so that he could shoot at you and also toward the inn. Now, unfortunately, he can't reach the inn this round because this is only a 100-foot line of flame. Um, also, he would have loved to have caught more than one of you in this line of flame, but he did not. So um, it comes back to Holler. If you like, you may try to step out of the flame and only take partial damage. If you want to do this, I recommend making a dexterity save. Uh, 15. 15 is enough. That means you only take half damage and I rolled very badly. So half of 19 is a mere nine points of damage. Sweet. 19 is badly? Yes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, uh, there were two ones and a two among those dice. Um, also, uh, do you remember that there were circles on his vest? Yeah. One of the orange circles turns black. So there were five? Uh, that were... Oh, wait. Uh, Corey, How many were there? Three? Th there were four orange circles. Now there are three. Yeah. All right. Warlock? I didn't hear what you said, Jacob. Uh, it could be a warlock. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's got to. He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first group of shamblers has someone uh, covered in purple fire. So um, as predicted, the the others um, basically just turn on that one, and by the end of the round, there is no purple fire, and there is one fewer shambler in that group. Three sessions in, I finally had a plan work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other shamblers move up. Mistress Goodpot is doing something inside. It probably doesn't matter what. Um, the woman with the crossbow is going to fire another bolt through the fire toward the trees, and she is going to miss. Um, and so that arrow is sticking in the ground. She is doing a crummy job of not hitting this enormous copse of trees. Uh, and that's all she does, which means it's Hauler's turn. So I'm 60 out, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what and I, I want to do, what yes. I would ideally do, is uh, grab one of these two people and shove them into the Pillar of Fire. Okay. 
so, is the man with the dragon stick or whatever too far away, Mr. Princess Leia? He's like <laughs> he's like 30 feet from you because he moved out from behind this thing sort of toward you to get a good angle. But the so, woman with the crossbow is still like right there? Yes. So she is uh, 60 feet from you and she is right next to this pillar of flame. Okay, so if I run there and action surge so I can take another action. Ooh. Is it like a grapple? Like is it just a strength check to huck her in there? Sure. Would you like to uh, shove rules? Yeah. Alright. Uh, using the attack action you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature either knock it prone or push it away from you. Um, the target must be no more than one size larger. So you make a strength athletics check and they combat it with strength athletics or dex acrobatics okay so I'll, I'll do an athletics check yeah so you you make an athletics check they make either an athletics or acrobatics check i'd like to add my hero dice to my roll let me just i got a roll. 16. Dece roll uh 18. that sounds like you're gonna shove her into this thing also, is it is it like is there a pot? There is. <laughs> yes. Also, there's a wheelbarrow with more pots, but you couldn't see it because it was behind the berm. Oh, sweet. Okay. But none of them are lit. It just looks like there there are more tools. Yeah, yeah. they um, led them here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that is bad for her. It is. Um, that's, uh, yeah, that's very bad for her. All right. Uh, so, Marcel, what would you like to do? Well, um, I just got hit by this ogre real bad. What did she hit me with? Was it the pickaxe or the shovel? The shovel. The shovel, And she okay. shouted something at you. She did. <laughs> I don't blame her. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, we're in it now. I think I, I've got to, uh, I think the, the shamblers are are mindless and we've got a little surprise inside. Uh, so I, I think, I think I'll, I'll keep my focus on this ogre. Um, it, how, how large is this ogre? How is uh, it, is it, is it? Uh, I'm going to say 11 feet tall. 11 feet tall and I'm six, eight. Okay. What I would like to do is mm -hmm. is is climb on top of this thing, and get 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 on her get on her back with uh, a short sword around her throat. Can I can I can I uh, roll any sort of athletics check to see if I can scale uh, this person? Yes. Now I'm going to let her attack you as a reaction as you are clambering aboard her. That's fair. Um, but. Uh, you will certainly have um it, it, okay so it, i'm telling you that and giving you a chance to say i'm not doing this otherwise i'm just going to go my attack <laughs> well you know you uh you've been playing this game longer than i maybe i shouldn't do that one maybe. oh i wasn't trying to tell you not to do the exciting thing i am uh, oh. <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, well, yeah. If she if she is full of those fifteen hits, I can't take. I, I can 
take another one of those before dying. So maybe I won't do that. Maybe I can bank on her having uh, less HP than me. So I'm going to be hit by that shovel, and I will I will turn back and say, Oh, it is on like the Donkey Kong, and I uh, <laughs> will attack. <laughs> I will attack um, uh, her again with my first short sword. Okay. And that, that is a seven... Plus, uh, plus four to hit. What? What does that? Does that land on uh, an eleven? That does. That does that, hit. Cool. Okay. Then I've, I've still got my hunter's mark on her, so I, that means two d six. That's one, and a six is a seven. Plus two proficiency is an eight nine points of damage for that first short sword. Okay. Uh, uh, and then my second attack roll uh, with, with old good old Lefty uh, comes in uh, uh, is an 18 plus 4 to hit is a 22. Well, you know when 11 um, hits. That's true, so that should be good. And and a d6, come on, is a 3. So that you is... You get another that is... d6 on top of that with the Hunter's Mark. No, I can only use that once per, uh, once per turn. Until the um, spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. And it lasts for an hour. Oh. Okay. Just check that. Well, we can check it later. I'd like you having the extra d6. Just go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's, a, that's another three damage. All right. So for a total of six on that second attack. All right. She's... Uh not looking so good um good and uh are you doing anything else Marcel? um i am going to what can i do i i i guess if she's not looking so good is she staggered is she is, is does she look distracted she's um in the i would say she's bloodied She's bloodied. Okay. Well, I guess I guess it I probably I couldn't disarm her. That would probably be a whole other action. You, um, you're kind of out of most of your actions. At I'm this kind point. of out of most of the action. So I I guess I would like to to turn over my shoulder and see patches uh, in a tree holding a crossbow, <laughs> and I would say Mayday, Mayday, <laughs> please. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Get his attention. I could use some help. I am. I am. I'm a very big, strong ogre. I mean, a uh, 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 orc ranger. But I, I, I get. I'm not. I'm not beneath having some sort of above. Rather, having some sort of backup on this. Um, and it's Patches's turn. Excellent. Uh, so I'm in a tree. If I climb up into the tree, I'm pretty much even with the roof. Correct. Sure. Great. I mean, there's, there, you have different options. If you want to become even with the roof, you can. Yes, I would definitely like to become even with the roof. So I would like to okay. pull myself up into the tree. Uh, I will take the, uh, you know, because I already had a hand on the arrow safely, I will take the arrow out mm -hmm. uh, and load the arrow, and I'm going to fire at the ogre. I don't know how I would do this, but... It says so in the rules, but I'm going to leave this up to you, Dale. I'm going to non-lethally shoot at her. Okay, While setting well, her on fire. I don't think you can do enough damage to kill her with an arrow, even if you crit. So maybe it will be moot. Why don't you just shoot at her, and then we'll see what happens. I'll do that. 
I'll do that. Oh boy. Uh, yes, good. Excellent. Shooting. Good. Shooting. Shooting is good. We like shooting, right? Right. We sure do. Shooting is great. Uh, and you said an 11 did it, right? It does. Yeah? Fantastic. I got a 6. Huh. Well, uh, 6 does not do it. Yeah. Did I use my hero die? I did. I did. You did. Do I have bardic inspiration on myself? I don't. Yep. All right. Do you have regular inspiration from anything? No. No. What about from all of those signs? Didn't you get inspiration for making all of those extra signs for Holler? I suppose I did. <laughs> uh, so that means I can use that inspiration and roll at advantage, correct? Yeah, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, as you wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and that one, two, three, la 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 la, la eleven. Good, good, good. Okay. So <laughs> and um, so that means you can do some damage. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh, nine total plus whatever Ooh. the fire does. Ooh. Nine plus she's on fire. Well, um, I think that. You remember there are these glowing lights uh, along the side of her shovel handle? Yes. Um, I think that the tubes containing the the glowy blue liquid break and um, the fire gets in there and catches them. So I think she is um, kind of ablaze at this point and she's definitely shouting something now. Merci! <laughs> It's incredible! Merci beaucoup! Okay, so that worked well. Uh, she drops her burning shovel. She drops to the ground. Uh, she's screaming. Anybody understand, giant? Uh, no? I can cast Comprehend Languages, but yeah. I okay. use my action to shoot her. Uh, okay, well, I mean... If you ever decide to do that, she's like, ah, I'm on fire. On fire. Someone oh. help me. Like, okay. <laughs> so, Oh, man. I thought it was going to be beautiful giant poetry. No. Like, like a, just a dying soliloquy of, is this the end of giant deformed ogress? <laughs> if these curtains like... don't go, I will. Just something like that. She just starts monologuing about, like, oh, the house head that hired me to do this is a big liar just yeah, exactly gets all richard the third with it <laughs> okay so uh the guy with the lumber um lumbers toward the inn uh so he moves another 30 feet toward the inn still not close enough um but uh, yeah, I think he's just gonna just out outrun this turn because there's no one near him. Um, he's not worrying about what's going on behind him, and he has to get this fire close enough to the inn to do exciting things. 
Um, so he's just gonna flat out sprint toward the inn. That's all he's doing. The shamblers are very excited. There is this incredible burst of purple flame up on top of the inn. So they're ignoring the guy in the tree. They're ignoring the other arrow that hit. They are um, moving as quickly as they can, which isn't that quickly, but it's some quickly um, toward the inn. Uh, so is the second wave, and so is the third wave. And Mistress Goodpot um, is doing something inside, and you're not sure what it is, but whatever it is, it's triggering a break. So we will be back with the next round of combat after these messages. Welcome back. So it's another combat round. Uh, this means we get to do exciting things like we've been doing. And we're starting with the woman who got pushed into the pillar of purple fire. So um, she uh, drops her crossbow and leaps out of the fire and just rolls around on the ground, uh, shrieking trying to put out the fire. Now, Holler, if you like, um, you may use your reaction at this point to, for example, smack her or possibly help her put out the fire. I'm not sure where you're going with this. Oh, I'd love to hit her with my flail. Okay. That would be amazing. Uh, you can do that for free right now. Actions. Flail attack. Also, she's on the ground, so you have advantage on this roll. Uh, it's an 11. <laughs> oh, no. Do you have a hero point? No, I used it to push her in. Oh, that's right. I, I'm sorry, 11's a miss. Ah, oh, So that was your free attack on her turn. So her turn ends, which brings us to Holler. Okay. <laughs> So tell me about this wheelbarrow full of pots. How big are they? Are they made of something smashable? Uh, yeah, they're um, alchemical things. They're they're definitely smashable. Um, they look uh, like they've got arcane writing all over them. And um, I, I think that you don't even have to roll. If you use your flail this round, you can just smash all of the pots in the wheelbarrow. Oh, that's not what I want to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, the, you destroy all of the items. No. Okay, so I'm going to grab one, huck it at the lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Instead of smashing them all with your flail. Yes. Okay. All right. So you grab one and you throw it at her. Yeah. Uh, how well does that go? Uh, amazing. What kind of attack would that be? Is that just an unarmed attack, or is what? what is, how does a throw work? I don't have any ranged stuff. Okay, uh, I feel like uh, roll a d twenty, and um, you seem like the sort of person who is proficient at throwing pottery at people. So, if you choose to be that sort of person, you may add your proficiency bonus. Nineteen. And, <laughs> and I'll give you your uh, dexterity modifier on this. Oh, 20! 
All right. Um, I, I didn't hear that number. Say again. Uh, 20. <clears throat> oh, 20 is a nice large number. Um, so you're going to smash this pottery against her and cover her in this alchemical goo in addition to the D6 damage you're doing to her. Sweet. Um, the end of this, just yes. fast forward to the end of the combat, is just Patches trying to interrogate one of the zombies. Because that's the only thing that's going to be left. <laughs> <laughs> My D6 came up a six. Nice. Oh. Well done. So the other thing I wanted to do was try to, like, if if it doesn't impact my movement too much, start wheeling the wheelbarrow towards the man with the lumber stick. So Training I feel like vest vest person. So you've 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 grabbed a thing, you've thrown it. I think you can either uh, get the wheelbarrow pointed in the right direction or start moving toward him. Yeah, I'll point the I'll point the wheelbarrow. Okay, so you've got the wheelbarrow. It's going the way you want it to go. Yeah. Next turn, you can start heading toward him. In oh. for a penny, he goes in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is a long shot, but patches, you're in the trees there. Could you just give me a perception check, please? Absolutely. I guess I could uh, use your passive perception, but it doesn't. My, it's not good enough, so I want giving you a chance to roll. Yep. Boop. How is a seventeen? A seventeen um, is going to give you something, but not everything. You notice that uh, the window to Mistress Goodpot's bedroom is smashed. <sighs> Uh, Marcel, it's your turn. Maybe. Um, so, uh, where is Marcel? Marcel is on top of a building that I believe now is on fire. Is that right? Uh, well, it's got an uh, an ogre who tried to extinguish the fire that she is on, but she's covered in this goo, so she wasn't successful. Um, normally, if you stop, drop, and roll, you can just put out the fire that you're on but she's covered mm -hmm. in some sort of fuel now. Excellent. Uh, and is she is she distracted by that, by the being on fire and covered with covered with goo? <laughs> I, I think that question is what we refer to as rhetorical. <laughs> I see. Uh, implying that she is or... <laughs> uh, okay, excellent. Well, with this distracted, bloodied uh, ogre that is on a roof, mm -hmm. I would like to shove her off the roof onto the shambling horde below, if okay. possible. Yes. So you are, oh, Jacob has his hand up. Uh, the, okay. the, the, the one with the fire who you said was close might actually mm -hmm. be in range, that guy. Yeah. Ah. Uh, he, he is not up to the inn yet, but the shamblers are. Oh, okay, understood. So yeah. um, now this is a very large woman with extra lumps on her body. So I feel like if you want to pull this off, and I want you to pull this off because it sounds amazing, what you're going to do is you're going to get like your hands and your shoulder right up in um, this alchemical goo fire and just spend some time heaving on it. So if that's what you're doing, I think 
you should give me an athletics check. I should. I'm just wondering if that is the best way to do this. Um, I think I, I, well, I would, I would like, I would like to know if that, that pickaxe that she had next to her, mm -hmm. which I assume is a very large pickaxe. Does this, is this something that it looks like Marcel could maybe pick up with a high strength roll? Sure. I, I don't think you need to roll. I think you're, you're going to be staggering a little bit under the weight of this thing, but you can pick it up. Okay. I, what I would what I would like to to attempt to do is yeah get get this thing and hook it around her neck or into her neck and and pull all of my weight over the side even if I go with it that's cool too I'm up for fighting some zombies down there so, <laughs> but I would just like to and pull with the weight of that over the side okay well. I think you're going to have disadvantage on this, but I will give you your strength modifier and your proficiency modifier with this. And I see Jacob has his hand up again. Can yeah. we nominate him for some inspiration? Because that's badass. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I should have reminded you of this, but um, in this game, anybody of us can give inspiration to anybody. Hell that yeah. sounds excellent. Andy, yes. okay. take it. Badass. Thank you very much. Okay, so that is... So normally my athletics is plus four. Uh, but that, so, and that is, um, so I would, I would roll, I would roll my D20. I would add, what did you say? So I would add the plus four plus. So, um, you, you can either do your athletics or your attack e either way. It's plus four, but you're at a disadvantage. Um, mm -hmm. now if you use your inspiration, that cancels out the disadvantage. So you're looking okay. at a single die roll and you're accepting what's on it. Um, okay. Now, with inspiration, I house rule it so that um, you don't have to decide to use it until you've seen the roll. But I don't know how that interacts with disadvantage. I think you, in this case, you're just going to have to decide: Am I rolling once or am I rolling twice? That's true. I also have bardic inspiration uh, on top of that. I, I, my understanding is that inspiration doesn't stack. Like I couldn't. Bardic inspiration should be called something else because it's not inspiration. Okay. Okay. So what, what does Bardic Inspiration do again? Sorry. Bardic Inspiration will give you a 1d6 uh -huh. on... Uh, give me, let me just... One second. Let me just get this here. Extras. On a list... It gives you 1d6 on a list of things. Also <laughs> on using yes. a, an oversized pickaxe to yep. uh, manhandle an ogre over the side it of an inn roof. Yes. Excellent. Ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. You get an, you get one d six, and you can use it okay. any time within ten minutes. I give it to you. All right. Well, let's let's see if I can use this. So so all this stuff stacked together is I've got disadvantage, but I'm using inspiration, so that cancels out, and it's just the roll. Correct. So I will roll that right now, and that is hey <laughs> nineteen, folks. <laughs> oh gosh. I plus, think that means that. you get to tell us what happens. Okay, so I, so I see, I see this this poor ogre. I don't know what her story is. This is a living, breathing thing, and yet she has come to my house. So this is how it ends. And and I, I see her covered with fire or bat, batting away the the flammable goo. And I I say, uh, uh, Madame, it is time. And I pick up the 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 very large. Uh, 
uh, uh, pickaxe and I stagger back a bit and then topple forward using that that uh, this is also hunter's mark by the way so if this was an attack I get but but whatever we're, we're here and it's still good and I hook it I try to hook it around her neck and it does and and it it, it does just that so that it almost so she's sort of pulled like that and I get that going but my foot's slipping a little bit because we are on the roof and now the momentum of her and I is pulling us towards the edge down onto the shambling horde below. That sounds amazing. So uh, I think you each take uh, d6 damage from the fall. Okay. Fair. And that is that is five. That's fine. I'm still I've still got eleven HP. I'm still pretty good. Um, I'll just accept that five rather than rolling for her damage. That sounds like a good number. Um, okay. And you know you're falling together, so that makes sense. And right. Um, in fact, why don't we say that these uh, five shamblers each take five damage? Because then I don't have to roll for any of them. So okay. uh, there are five shamblers that have sort of scattered underneath the two of you as you fell off the roof. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm hearing the, the bowling ball strike sound. <laughs> Oh, hooray, hooray. Uh, so I think you're all seven of you knocked prone at this point. And okay. Patches, are you going to do anything exciting like this? No. <laughs> well, then do something else. Uh, uh, so I just want to take very quick stock. Uh, there yes. was a gentleman that was running towards the inn with a bundle on fire, correct? With a, a very large um, rod, uh, okay. he's yeah. he's like holding his wood, and the tip of it is all sort of engorged into purple, and um, he has been emitting uh, bursts of um, purple flame from it. Gross. So they're all knocked prone in front of close to the door, and this person has gotten kind of within he's not even halfway there no he's he's, he's a long way he's a long way back he's more in the hauler area than the marcel area ah okay so he's more he's in the hauler probably area. probably around 220 away from the inn sure okay uh i can get over to the prone folks correct absolutely absolutely okay uh and the door to uh mrs goodpot's um the, the window to her bedroom. The window, sorry, the window has been to her smashed. bedroom was, was has been smashed. Inside yeah. or outside? Is the glass outside or is you the do not inside? see any glass? I do not see any glass except for the okay. So inside. <clears throat> so I need to get inside. Okay. Uh, I am going to make my way inside. Uh, however, I'm going to take one act. I'm sorry. Uh, which way are you going in? Front door so, or are you? What I would like to do, because they're all mm -hmm. kind of like in a mass in front of the front door, correct? Sure. <clears throat> okay. And there was a window that I had already opened near that area in order to shoot out earlier. So what I would like to do is I'd like to jump down from the tree, get over to the area where everybody is prone, uh, cast Thunderclap to hit everybody that's prone except Marcel, and then get in that window. Nice. Um... I feel like you're going to need, like, a 10 on an acrobatics check to pull this off. 
I can do that. I think you can too. Uh, I rolled a one. You rolled a one. All right. So, um, do you uh, take d6 damage and still do everything you described, or do you spend enough time landing that you're unhurt but can't cast your spell? I will take that damage. I All right. I will take that damage. I will take it. I will say thank you. I will not ask <laughs> for another because you'll give it to me, but I will take it. All right. Uh, so, d6 damage. D6 damage. You're making me roll my own damage, you monster. Well, I feel like it's nice One. if players no, can that's fine. see You're great. the die in front of them for damage. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I saw that. Let me just mark that with my hand. Dandy. Okay, I take the one damage. Uh, I'm because going you remember over... earlier you complained when I uh, was saying, oh, you know, I rolled low. And I'm like, you know what? That was unfair. I sure. should have had Corey roll those 66 and then she could have seen them rather than taking my word for it. Sir. So, No, I'm very happy I... with your quality of rolling today. <laughs> <laughs> I take exception to the fact that I complained. I never complain. Oh. <laughs> I object strenuously occasionally, but I have not complained once in any of your games and nobody should go back and watch any of the VODs which are on YouTube backslash Live. I think forward Wait, slash. But, uh, so, uh, forward slash. I, I stand corrected. You sit corrected. So I will cast Thunder Wave. Yes. I have taken some damage. I have taken one damage. I will <clears throat> tumble out of the tree, landing very poorly on my shoulder, pop mm -hmm. up, and uh, cast Thunder Wave, uh, which, again, when I cast it, it sounds like a big funeral bell uh, slapping my hands together and essentially hitting everybody that's there. Everybody that's on the ground needs to roll a constitution save difficulty 12 or be knocked back 10 feet. Okay. Um, does that include Marcel? Uh, no, I don't believe it does. Okay. Well, you had just said everybody on the ground, so I just... You said except Marcel. He well, did that... say that. Yeah, okay. That, that depends on if you put friendly fire in your games. Um, I don't know how your spell works, but if... It's if an area of effect around me. It's oh. it's in a 15-foot cube around me. Okay. Uh, I think Marcel is in that 15-foot cube. I will heal you as a bonus action. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make sure that all of these folks are down. Sure. Um, so hopefully this puts out the fire and knocks out the ogre instead of killing her. Okay. And that is so, 15 damage. Um, so my uh, constitution save for her is uh, 20. So does she take half? Or is that only to not be knocked she back? Will, no, no, she'll, she'll take half and is not knocked back. Anybody okay. that makes the save takes half and is not knocked back. Uh, also, there is a thunderous boom that is audible out to 30, 300 feet. All right. Yep. Um, I see Corey's hand. Yeah, sorry, did we do the wild magic roll? Not yet. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I mean, it probably happened before we did roll for effects, you know. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fine. Two. The two means it happens exactly as you expect it to happen. Thank you. So... <laughs> 
I don't um, know if there's a table. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this table is real. Uh, or is it like Russian roulette and there's a single number on that die that means... <laughs> you know, probably what I should do is I should roll a d20 and if you match my roll, something happens. Because that would be the true spirit of chaos. But we can worry about that another time. Um, so all of the shamblers in this group are out. Um, the ogre who made her save, but who has been on fire, um, is, is literally at death's door, but she's still conscious, you know, her ears are ringing, and she's still on fire. Um, how are things with Marcel? Uh, Marcel, so I have to make a constitution roll. Is, is that yeah, what we decided on? Okay. 12. I have to be 12. I have 11 plus 3 is 14. Excellent. So you take half, half 15. Of, okay. Do we so round seven. up or down? 7? Okay. That's yep, fine. Seven. So that takes me down 11 minus 7. Gosh, it's 4? I'm at 4 health right now. Okay. Okay. That's better than the ogre. And then as my bonus action, I mm -hmm. will roll a d20 for another spell. I will roll a 16 on that, and I will, as a bonus action, cast Healing Word and heal Marcel for 6 damage. Ah, uh, and Marcel, just like, uh, sucks in a bunch of air, just fallen prone, is yeah. now, has that sort of after breath where you have the, the air knocked out of you and goes, Thank you very much! <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and then I jump in the window. It's okay, okay. I forgive you! <laughs> so, uh, you see Mistress Goodpod, who has come out from around the bar, and she is shaking her soup ladle down uh, toward the, there's sort of a curtain across the hallway, um, down toward the bedrooms, and she's like, and stay out! Worry not, I'll... I'm here! Uh, and what sort of time do you call this? I had to chase him off myself. Good job. Uh, so, um, I th think that's your turn, Patches? Yes. I literally have no more actions I can take. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like the, the ogre lady has failed for the last time to put out the fire. So I am going to remove her from initiative. Uh, which brings us to uh, the gentleman um, with his wood. So, um, this, uh, he, he runs forward again, and um, he is going to fire this thing off and light up a big patch of grass uh, with purple flame. And if you're watching his vest, he now only has two orange circles left on this vest. Okay. And that's all he does. Hey, those that first wave of shamblers is out of combat. Uh, the second wave of shamblers um, was moving toward 
the ogre so they're making some progress next round they will reach the front door the third wave of shamblers is going to head toward that um new patch of fire um and mistress good pot just kind of looks around inside the inn um for more uh intruders and as she turns her back on the bar the little jar of salt uh gets knocked off and smashes on the floor and she spins around uh and that's the end of that round of combat, which brings us to the woman who just put the fire out on herself. Uh -oh. And uh, she is going to um, cast a spell. She's going to back up as best she can. Um, wait, I think that spell... Okay, anyway, and she's going to disappear. Oh, you can tell me what the spell is. I'll look it up. D uh, Andy, Andy and Corey, don't listen. What, what's the... Uh, did you just... <laughs> mean, uh... No, I I was looking at her spell list, and I'm like, oh, is she going to do that? And it's like, no, no she's not. She's just going to turn herself she's invisible. Oh, she's just got to go. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's done. She's yeah. like, she's leaving. Uh, um smart yeah uh holler you have the wheelbarrow in your hands yeah and there's nobody and, else around there's just the man with his flaming log and like two groups of shamblers they're dumb they're no all right all right so, so i want to i want to grab the handles on the wheelbarrow and full charge towards the man all right are you doing this stealthily no okay so he might be aware of you doing this. Okay. And I would like to, as a bonus action, use Second Wind to get six health back. Cool. That sounds like a great thing to do. Yes. All right. Fighters are gross. So, um, you make really great progress toward him with this wheelbarrow full of um, fuel. Yeah. Okay. What would you say throwing range is? 30, 25? 30 feet. Yeah. 30 feet typically. Okay. Did... For short range, long range I think is 60. So long range means it's at disadvantage. I think. All right. Well, uh, so you do that. And then... Um, there is a sound from near the oh, trees coming, coming from someplace where there doesn't look like there's anyone. Um, and it's, it's someone shouts out, okay, we're done here. Just get out. Um, you don't, uh, oh, um, now, Marcel, did you hear the gnome talking in that first session when you ran after him to the Church of the Silver Flame? I certainly oh. did. Would you recognize his voice when you've just heard him shouting, hey, we're done here, get out? I would like to think so. 
Okay. <laughs> then let's say that you recognize his voice as the gnome Excellent. from the Church of the Silver Flame. He had the holy symbol on and you chased him. Can't but he's clearly that. either invisible or throwing his voice or doing something because you can see where the sound is coming from and there's no one there. Get him. Mm -hmm. He talked about killing a cardinal and that's very bad. There's only 12 of them. Get him. Somebody mm. might reward us with more salvage. <laughs> <clears throat> He's not... Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, let's just carry on. That was him. I guess I can uh, reveal that that's where he is in initiative. Um, and he is done. So, Marcel, what are you doing? Well, I... I uh, now, I am prone... Uh, or yes. I was prone and knocked back. So how, uh, does it take a whole turn to stand up, or can I? Nah. Can I do? It just nah, takes okay. half your move to stand up. Okay, good. Um, in that case, I find myself on the ground, uh, surrounded by the shambling horde, and also a familiar voice coming from a copse of trees, but uh, a voice that I can't see. Yes, and the shambling horde that is surrounding you was completely uh, disabled by the magic of your friend. And the ogre who is on fire right next to you is um, also no longer moving. Now, there is a second wave of shamblers approaching you, but they haven't reached you yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if I have anything in my skill set that would help me. Well, I am a tracker. <laughs> But I, given that that uh, there is a fireman and a bunch of zombies coming at still coming at us, I'm not sure if I could. What could I do, to, uh, Jacob? Do you have an idea? I do. Uh, so perception uh, is affected by Hunter's Mark, and making that roll should be a free action. Ah, that is true, and I am allowed even uh, to move my Hunter's Mark to a different. Uh, entity once the hunter the the thing I've uh, done the hunter's mark thing on is dead I can move it to that guy oh yeah you can uh, you choose a creature and mystically mark it as your until until the spell ends you I uh, you automatically have it no matter who you've marked you have advantage on wisdom and perception checks to find it so you can move it to uh, whatever that thing was I think. okay anyone else you can see Oh, you can choose a creature you can see within range. That's correct. Yep. Ah, ah but so they're invisible. Can't. Shoot. Um, it's still active, so when you mm -hmm. do see it, you can just tag it. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know how I can I, see it in this... It's hmm? either fun for you to fight the undead, which is your favorite enemy, or try to shoot the fireman. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and shooting fireman is very good, but I also could... I'm, I. How far away is the fireman, right now? Oh, are, are they longish range? Longish uh, range. Well, I think what I would like to do before I, because I'm not sure what else I can do with our li little invisible friend. Um, uh, I could, I could, I could just shout. Um, Did you lose your wallet again? Uh, as I cast. <laughs> as I would like to cast. Uh, uh, so he knows, I know. <laughs> right. And then I would, I would like to cast uh, cure wounds on myself uh, before this horde comes at me and the fireman, just because I'm so down to I, like ten health. I want to throw Andy some inspiration for that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that is completely valid. 
Uh, would you please roll a d20 with that cure spell? I would be. Oh, I can hear the chamber spinning. Um, okay, here we go. A three. Three? Uh, I have nothing for you on a three. It just works. Oh, thank you very much. And and an educate somebody who's new to this. A cure wounds. Uh, what what do I do for that? Do I get a. I have some hit dice that I replenish. Uh, yes. It's cure cure wounds, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a D eight. Yes, D eight plus your spellcasting uh, ability mod. Yes. Okay, so here we go. So that's good. That's a plus four with my wisdom on a D eight, and that is a seven plus a four is an eleven on a ten. Ah, oh, I'm at a twenty one HP. Come at me, undead. I'm ready for you. Excellent. Oh well, I will say yes to that. Um, oh. So, uh, patches, it's your turn. Fantastic. Good Miss Goodpot, what did you fight and where did it go? Uh, there, there was a gnome. He, he was asking me questions. And uh, they were stupid questions. And there. then he Point. disappeared. Less talking, more pointing. Uh, she points down the hall to the south, toward her Excellent. bedroom. So the salt fell on the floor, right? Yes. Good. So as I'm running, I'm going to pick up a bunch of salt. Cool. Head into that room and throw it. Okay, so I think th this is a very long hallway, if I remember the map correctly. Shit. Um, yeah, it is. But um, when you get there, you can do that. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll just tell you, he has long since uh, gotten out of the room. He left quite a while before you... Well, he left before you did. Before I... And he, okay. Yeah. Where... So... Where does it, there's only one way out of here, though, if he's going that way. So he is not going toward the door. He's going back toward the bedroom where there was a smashed window. Right. So I'm going to, I'm heading that way. I'm trying to follow an invisible gnome as best I can. Right. Um, and uh, I'm just telling you, you can't reach him before he is out the window. Before he's so, out the window. Um, okay. And I'm letting you use your clever salt idea to, to have that confidence. He is not still here. Okay. Damn. Okay. Well. All right. Help me, folks. Do I chase him or to help fight? Oh, I know Mrs. Goodpot's like, ah, my salt! <laughs> <laughs> uh, chase him. Yeah, chase him. Yeah. So okay. Chase him. Yep. Okay. So you've you you are gonna get down the hallway. You're gonna see um, Goodpot's bedroom, which is, the door is open, and she always keeps it uh, yep. closed. Um, the window is smashed. There's glass all over the inside. Um, I will point out that none of you heard this glass break, and this glass was intact when the session started. I'll just yes. throw that out there. Yep. Um, and uh, you throw the salt around, and you're very, very sure that the gnome is no longer in the inn. Okay. Um, and I think that's your turn. Yeah. Given the amount of distance you had to cover. Yep, that's fair. All right. Yep. Which brings us... Any, I'm sorry, um, any blood? Did he cut himself there, the window, maybe? He did not. That's a good question. Yeah, damn it. 
because I'm not as uh, good of a tracker as Marcel, but I'm okay. Uh, so this brings us to the gentleman who is going to throw fire at the wheelbarrow full of fuel. Mm-hmm. So if there is anyone um, near that wheelbarrow, they may, if they choose, attempt a dexterity save to um, A, not take full damage from the line of fire, and B, leap away from whatever is about to happen when a line of flame um, sets the wheelbarrow full of fuel on fire. Ah, 13. Say that again. 13. 13. Okay, so 13 is enough to avoid the line of flame, um, by which I mean half damage. Uh, And you know what? Let's say that um, it's also enough. I I didn't have it prepared for what's the DC on a wheelbarrow. So uh, to start with, um, the the line of fire does 66 damage. So why don't you roll that and take half? Half of 19 again. So that's a nine. Okay. And um, and you've uh, leapt away from the exploding wheelbarrow. So you're probably safe. There's a whole lot of purple fire here now. Um, do you think you got spattered with some of that goo? Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that down the line. I'm so um, sad. But I should have put all one in doing. my pocket. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, these are big, like frisbee-sized. Oh no, her ceramic like, things. special pocket. Yeah. Right. Like oh right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They should be. They should be small enough to fit there. But it yeah, takes a standard right. action I... to do that, and I didn't have a lot of wiggle. Yes. With the distances. Understood. Um, Andy, I believe you requested that the undead come and attack you. So <laughs> they are going to acquiesce to your request now. Um, there are six of them in this group. I feel like three of them could attack you this round. Does that sound sure. right to you? It sounds about right. Okay. So uh, the first one hits armor class six. The second one hits armor class four. And the third one rolls a natural one. So um, I apologize for the low level of excitement that I have generated in this combat round. That, that's all right, because um, what happens is something beautifully comic where they all they all sort of <laughs> lean back to hit me at the same time, and I just step back. <laughs> Two feet, and they all fall forward and miss. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I say, "Ours, these dummies. Oh, they are like old friends, really." <laughs> all of the arms get stuck in this weird high five, like when they yes. go down <laughs> I love it. All right, and the third group is moving kind of in the wrong direction because there's this big burning field that they're moving toward but none of you are there and the inn isn't there 
So the third group is just kind of wandering that wayward, uh, yeah. which brings us to Mistress Goodpot, who is chasing after the cat at this point. Um, and um, um, how much do we pay her? How, how much is she getting to chase cats? She Five, gets ten, 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 ten. per ten, mission, okay. per session, which is literally just like a random collection of shit we picked up. <laughs> That's why she loves us so much. Uh, Holler, you are up. What you doing? Am I on fire? Um, you are not currently on fire, I don't think. Because you succeeded at your dexterity save. I run at the man. Okay. Uh, I feel like you could, um, get to him and smack him. Oh, excellent. I would love to get to him and also smack him. So All right, I now swing my flail. Okay. This vest has to be worn instead of armor, so um, he's not wearing any armor. So swing your flail. 21. I didn't hear you. 21. 21 is a hit. Five damage. Um, so he is is very unhappy. Um, also, you have uh, struck this vest thing, which means he needs to make a saving throw, um, or bad things might happen to him and anyone near him. Oh, but he rolls well, so uh, the vest does not do horrible things um which brings us to the gnome who uh does some stuff you can't see um marcel i believe there are half a dozen mindless undead surrounding you all right well half a dozen is uh is a a lot of a lot of (laughs) things to fight uh however i think you're awesome Good thing I'm awesome. I got two short swords and a brand new ability called Horde Breaker. So let's uh, let's uh, let's try let's try this out for a size. So I would like to go to um, uh, the ones. Near, I assume that they're all within. What there are some within five feet feet of each oh, other. Yeah, okay, there well, are. Yeah, marvelous. Well, then I would like to I would like to apply some short swords to these uh, to these lovely undead folks. Um, Making making an attack on one is an eighteen. I assume that's a hit. Um, Plus a d six, which is a six. Plus two is eight damage. Um, Uh, That one goes down. That one goes down. Excellent. And then I take uh, that same sword because I have this horde breaker thing, and I'm allowed to do this. I cut one in half with that right, uh-huh. and with the same sword with a horde breaker skill, I bring that down on one that's five feet away from the first one. Okay. And make an attack roll on that one, uh, and that that is a twelve. That's gonna hit. That's gonna hit, and I'm gonna roll a d6 on that one, and that is a two plus two is a four. Okay, so. That does a bunch of damage, but four is not enough to take out a Shambler. Okay, but fortunately, I got old Lefty. Yes. <laughs> and so with the my other weapon, I'm going to attack again on that one. That okay. is a 17. Uh, uh, seven... Yes. 
17 to hit, plus uh, my D6 is a 4, plus 2 is 6 damage. Okay, that so you've done a whole bunch of damage to this thing. It's down. Can you use your Excellent. Breaker again? Uh, no, I well, now I should read the rules carefully here, but it's... Turns. Once on each of your turns when you make a weapon okay. attack. Yep. Okay, cool. So that's I guess that's it for this turn. All right, so you two took down. out two of them. Nice. That was kind of cool. That's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, patches. <laughs> I'm so I'm pretty much standing in Mrs. Goodpot's bedroom. There's a window. There's, cool. Yeah. The, yep. There are still bad guys outside. You don't know where the gnome is, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna hop out the window and just see if I can if I can see anything to see if I can track this gnome. Any broken branches, anything that's being moved, indents in the moss, anything. Uh, sure, give me a roll. Alright. Uh, perception? Investigation? Uh, okay, or survival? Investigation? Okay. What would you uh, whatever you're the one saying you're using it so give me a roll and then tell me what it is nat 20 nat 20 nat 20 nat 20 okay so um that is going to be uh some information you can use to track this guy sweet um do you are, are you going off to do that or are you joining in the fight i'm going after like, the uh, what's the timing here no you're going after the gnome Gnome time. Yes, we are all okay. agreed. We are sending patches after the gnome, yes? Sure, yes. yeah. Good. All players agree. Gnome time. Okay. Uh, that's exciting. Because I didn't think I would uh, have to use this contingency plan. Ooh. I Once like you contingency gnome, plans. Don't want to go home. <laughs> all right. So you're going after the gnome. Yeah. Which brings us to... Um, this guy who's just been smacked by a flail. And uh, he's, um, he, he drops his lumber and puts his hands up. He's like, y you win. Excellent choice. Uh, so, he does nothing else this round. Um, we have four shamblers who are uh, right around Marcel. I'm going to have three of them attack. And they get a 15, an 18, and a 10. How many times do I hit you, Marcel? Two. Twice. Two times twice. Merci. Um the first attack does three points of damage, and the second attack does six points of damage. Okay. Uh, I'm down to 12 HP. You're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third shamblers aren't really going to be an issue for you unless something changes. Mm -hmm. um, so... We are at Holler. You have this surrendered guy in front of you. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, drop the hat and the vest. Come with me. All right. 
uh, he starts disrobing. It's going to take him a couple rounds. Yep. Uh, all right. He's, so he's a cleric. What what can he do? <laughs> What's he gonna do? Well, kill me? Fine. So you're basing your idea that he's a cleric on the fact that he has a holy symbol. That 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 was all sarcasm, but yes, typically. Hmm. And also, we found him in a church. I mean, the logical assumption is cleric yeah it's um very much the logical assumption i agree it's not true but it's i the... i was picking up what you're putting down so <laughs> how is this bomb i just picked up that you put down going to affect me um i'm glad you used the word bomb Mother. oh no i mean he did say they were done there yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I am throwing a thing at you. Good. Uh, it turns visible, um, as it flies through the air. Uh, how... Does he also turn visible? He does. Great. He also turns visible. Good. Um... How's a 15? Does a 15 hit you? Shit. Yes. All right. So um, you are covered in green goo. And um, it sort of hits you and expands very, very rapidly. Um, this sort of... It, it was this ceramic pot. Um, and... You've seen this sort of thing before, but whatever this is, it's, um, it, it is uh, enthusiastic compared to the typical sort of Tanglefoot type item. Yeah. So um, you have this green goo that is wrapping you in, they kind of look like octopus tentacles as they're growing out with foam because it, it had been foam, but there's there's some some color to this. Um, it's not your turn. You don't have to react to this in any way. Um, but uh, that has happened, and you've gotten the gnome to turn visible. I have. You have. Good for me. Yeah. Um, just in time for Marcel, who has uh, four undead around him, to tell us what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. I do have four undead, and even with my cool horde breaker uh, ability, I bet I can still only kill two of these folks at a time. So I know how to find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if because it's an eight seems to take him down, so the most I could kill is three, and then there's still be one. Are there the other shamblers? What? I, what are the other uh, third wave doing? The the third wave got distracted by that big patch of fire that isn't near anyone. So they are... I'm leaving them in the fight because someone might do something to attract their attention, but right now they are effectively a non-issue. Okay. Well, then what I would like to do is... 
dive through the uh, the window, the one that I jumped out of. Sure. Uh, and uh, and take the chair out from behind the front door. <laughs> and if um, I can, in the same action, open the door and go. <laughs> diving, moving. Oh, sure. Um, oh, Massey. I could I could roll out an athletics roll if you wanted me to. to oh, do that. that sounds fun. Let's do that. Okay, that's okay. Let's do that. That is a. You already said yes. <laughs> that I uh, I rolled a three, but I have inspiration, so I'll do that again. Sure. That is a two. <laughs> All right. So it's going to work now. Okay. Um, I feel like there's going to be a negative consequence. So Sounds good. there are That's there good. are several possible negative consequences. Um, mm -hmm. The obvious one is that you forgot the exact location of the pit trap, so you do everything and then you spring the pit trap on yourself. But okay. we could also do something like you've um, broken something of Mistress Goodpot's, or you have um, perhaps. Uh, hurt yourself in some way or or you know what's a negative consequence that comes as you succeed at all of the things that you succeed at doing certainly i think uh i think i marcel has a great idea i will i will do this well and i and i turn with all of my uh, uh sort of errol flynn energy and i mm -hmm. i dive through the window and catch my foot on the sill <laughs> so this this jerks my body back and i hit my head very hard against the ground Okay. Uh, so I am bruised, and I can take, I don't know, what, what you want, like a D6 of damage from that? Sure. How about three? Three sounds right. Three? Okay. So I'm down to I'm down to nine, nine HP, uh, and so I, I stagger up with my pride hurt more than my body, and I open the door, and I go, come, come on, come on. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, hey, Patches, what you doing? Uh, what can I do? How tied up am I? You're, um, if you aren't trying to not be tied up, then you're pretty tied up. If you're going to spend your action uh, either trying to burst out of this or wiggle out of this. Yeah, How I don't, far I, away is he? He's uh, probably, well, he's gnome, so he's slow. I'm going to say 50 feet. 50? Okay. I have to try to get out of this. Yep. Okay. That's really the only option. Like, I don't okay. know what kind of magic you have. I don't know what your options are. Uh, yeah, I got. I don't have any fancy magic to get me out of this. All my magic is talking and knowing and healing. That's useless. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So, yeah, that's what I got. So, Unless I okay. can damage it. Can I damage this stuff? How? With Thunder Wave? Can I blow it off of me? Maybe. Because if it, if it fails its save, it moves 10 feet away. Sure. Uh, why don't you roll your d20 for your spellcasting? All right. Because then it sounds like a funeral bell, so this gnome knows what the fuck is coming. Yeah. 10. Okay. Uh, that's gonna work. So you blow this stuff off. You, you are said free. that's gonna work. You didn't say it works like it's supposed to. 
it works like it's supposed to. Oh, thank Christ. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Boom. And then I look at the gnome. Hi. We need to have a chat. And then I just take off right after him, just booking towards him. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, not good for him. Uh, so Garth keeps taking his clothes off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was ordered to do. Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, the second wave of shamblers uh, starts stacking up nicely inside the pit that you've built inside your front door. Hurrah! Uh, <laughs> and um, Holler, is there anything I need to know about what you're doing? I'll probably take him the long way around the grass that's on fire, not the side that's the, the shamblers, and I'll be like, So, welcome to the Tale of Flowers. We have an extensive menu and drink options. <laughs> <laughs> sockets, if that what is what does it for you. Uh, not very many rooms are still available. We're currently renovating the facilities. <laughs> I'm so sad Patches isn't there. Patches would just be like poking up from behind a bush being like, that's great. <laughs> Alright. Like, I, I want to lead him towards the end, but also like go around any action. <laughs> yes. We have the most uh, comfortable beds this side of the mist. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even see the screaming faces from here. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're back to Bivimar. And I think his best bet um, is just to cast invisibility again. Because uh, you're like 20 feet from him. Yeah. And uh, so he's just gonna do that again, but 20 feet is close. He's... Uh, yeah. Um... I'm not asking for an insight roll. I'm just telling you, he's panicking. Good. Because I'm really mad. <laughs> hey, Marcel, uh, there Wait. are all these undead in front of you in a pit. Are you mm. going to help any of them out? One of them's still moving. Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> His poor unfortunate souls. I... <laughs> You know, there is nothing worse than the existential nightmare of being mindless and undead. So I, I feel it is a service for me to put them out of their, uh, of their condition. And I take the short swords and, uh, and I, I make very surgical cuts, <laughs> reaching down into the pit. Shall I roll for that? Or? No, uh, this is your favorite enemy. This just works. Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Uh, may I also point out that you heard another boom from the other side of the inn. That is true. Yes, because that sound goes out to 300 feet, so you heard another one of those like sonorous funeral bells. That is true. Do I have, do I have time to put these 
out of their misery uh, and and chase after the sound? Uh, you can you can start. You, you there was only one moving. You finish it off. You start toward mm -hmm. it. The the inn is big, right? If you look mm -hmm. at how yeah. far it is north south, and you're right at the north end. And mm -hmm. um, Mistress Goodpot's bedroom is the southernmost room, um, according to the map you gave me. So you, you got some distance to cover. Okay, so I I go I go I, I go I reach in I I cut off one head uh, like I'm chopping off the head of a the the green part of a carrot, just sort of <laughs> very deftly, and then I hear a boom and I I heave the biggest sigh and it says, "Mon Dieu, it does not end," and I head off towards Good Pot's room. Okay, uh, which brings us to patches. So patches, there was someone who cast invisibility twenty feet from you. Yep. Can you give me another 20? Because when you gave me that 20, I let you find him. And if you That's give me true. another 20, I'll let you find him again. Okay. Uh, so I want to ask if I can do something silly, because this is your your thing. Um, the uh, One of the backgrounds that we have is called Mornland Guide. Yes. Uh you don't remember what happened to you on that day, but you were forever changed. Sometimes when you're in the Mornlands, you're able to manifest a pillar that floats in the air to lead you in the direction you wish to go. The pillar usually provides illumination. The direction I wish to go is wherever the gnome is going. Okay. Um, I've never done this before. This seems like real dangerous magic. So if my that, insight check doesn't work, I want to do this. So give me the insight check. Okay. Or the whatever oh, investigation or whatever it was. Investigation. Yep. Investigation. Investigation and a six. Nope. Okay. So the the pillar will move more slowly than the gnome. Um, why don't we? Uh, th this is a counteroffer, not a ruling. Okay. Um, we're we're going to be wrapping up, and you're going to want to interrogate your prisoner. And then um, I will work out what information the pillar gives you and uh, tell you what you've learned about where he went. It's not going to be enough for you to catch him because it, it's slower than him. And all yes. he has to do is zigzag, and you you can't figure out where he is. I won't is. be able to figure out. Where, okay. Um, but I feel like you've this is awesome, and you should be able to get some information out of this. How okay. does that sound? Is there another riskier option that lets me capture the no? I haven't thought of one, but I don't want to say no to I that. I would just like to. I'm because I'm within twenty feet of him. I couldn't see him. Pillar's probably not going to work. I just want to jump where he was. Sure. I mean, he he cast a spell and then moved, right? Right. So you're going to have to. I've got like a one out of six or eight chance of landing in his square. Sure. Um, if you can roll an eight on a d8, you can find right. a square. Cool. <laughs> it, I, I'm glad nobody's around to see me. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably see it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you probably could. <laughs> uh, how'd you do? I got the exact opposite of what you wanted me to. I got a one. Oh. 
<laughs> okay. So I am going to give you some information from your fiery pillar. Um, cool. I will work out what that information is between games because I want it to be fun and useful. Um, and you did catch um, a prisoner and he was wearing a sizzle vest that has one orange circle left on it. Now, um, the rule, because you've you've been working with these letter of mark brokers, is that anything mm -hmm. you find um, in the Mornlands, you're required to hand in for the aristocracy of Brayland. But um, the things don't necessarily go up for auction right away. And you have this patron who has money. So if you request it, she might be able to get you short-term use of some items. A sizzle vest with one orange circle doesn't feel like something you'd want long-term anyway. So uh, I'll just put that out there. You get the sizzle vest off. He has the focus rod um, and he has that hat with the two uh, flickery neon things. Um, oh, incidentally, when Bivamar became visible, he also had a hat with a glowy thing, but his was behind his head. Okay. Um, so what do you want to know from Garth before... I think we're out of combat. I think you guys win. Um, Thank you. Hooray! You, you have successfully defended your base and gotten lots of cool stuff. Um, and... Uh, I should let you interrogate your prisoner before we call it a night. Unless you want me to write that up and give you that later as well. I would like to interrogate the prisoner. Sure. It's like, I mean, I'm, hey, I'm hey, a Patches, baby, I found I just... you someone to talk to like you always wanted. <laughs> like, that's what I'm walking around. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yes. All right. Um, so... Ah, uh, Marcel? You oui. You're covered in blood. Uh, uh, and what was your name, sir? Uh, I, I'm Garth. The Y is silent. Excellent. And of course it is. Um, so, you understand how this is going to work. If you don't give us the information that we want, one of my very large companions, one of whom is already covered in blood, and the other one is lightly on fire, and does not give a shit about it, is going to do something very terrible to you. Are we clear on how this is going? So, you, you know, you guys should have just walked out of the inn and waited, and then nobody had to get hurt. Yes, but you see, you put undead towards us and didn't open communication, so we reacted hostily, because this is our house, you idiot. Yes, but if you just let us do whatever we wanted, we could have left without hurting you. I might be too smart for this conversation. Holler, would you like to ask some questions? <laughs> Where does the Y go if it's silent? Is it on, like, the end? Would it be, like, Garthy? No, if people it's... people were sick, yeah? G-A-R-Y-T-H. Garth. Mm -hmm. Uh, how, how much would you be willing to pay for a pint of Dwarven Ale normally? Oh, normally? Is it good ale? 
or sort of I... mediocre. I for good ale, I pay a couple silver. Normally, I don't like to pay more than a couple copper for ale, but good dwarf ale, I go I go steep on that. Especially if I'd had a rough... Wait, you said normally. Okay, so normal is weird. How right, does normal work? What is it that you wanted to do here, or we're going to kill you? I am out of patience and time, and I'm covered in goo. Yeah, you should uh, wash off that goo. Also, I should wash off that goo. You In fact, should everybody wash should off wash that. off the goo. It's Wait, toxic. I'm going to shoot him in the foot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're establishing just, how we just, treat our prisoners. Got it. Okay. Just very, just very calmly, just like, yes, yes, yes. Question ow, time. Ow, it was good advice. I'm trying to help you. We don't know when we're going to get another customer patches. The situation that you're in. I have, I got shot. You did. Yeah. And it could happen again. No, I'm answer. surrendered. I have prisoner things, rights. You seem to be unclear as to what hostile people will do to you if you don't answer the questions. I've I answered all know. your questions. Go ahead. Ask me another one. Just don't shoot what me. Is it? Okay, good. At least we've established how this works. What did you want to do here? Why did you attack us? I told you we wanted to get you out of the base. Why? Because that's what the note said. From who? I uh, reaches into his pouch and pulls out a note and looks at it. I'm just going to take it. Okay. Sh should I just Let's tell you say. what the note says? Please. Okay. Get the Rough Riders out of the inn any way you can so I can enter and confirm the presence of the object. My boss is on her way and I need to learn a definite answer for her. B, B, B. Oh. Thank you. And how much were you being paid for this? Uh, that was Zara's thing. She's she's uh, the one. She's better at talking to people. You know, when I talk to people, we never seem to get as much money as when she talks to people. I'm shocked. Also, she doesn't get shot in the foot. And I just think that when I was being so helpful and answering all your questions, you should, instead of shooting in me in the foot, not shoot me in the foot. I am going to take that under advisement. Marcel, would you be so kind as to write that down? Absolutely. And I go, I go into the, into behind the bar and say, there's always a pen. There is always a pen. I never find this and I pick it up and I tear off a scrap of paper. So it's it down. Okay. So now so, the question is, what do we do? with you oh uh, uh i know the answer to that one do you yeah i want to check in please and i, I think, think that's, that's a fine where, idea I, I think that's where we'll end it so um thank you for watching dice friends uh, this has been episode three of best of intentions uh, this episode, like everything we do, has been brought to you by you. 
So you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run or on YouTube by joining as a member of the Loading Ready Run channel. I'm Dale Friesen. I'm an actor. I'm a gamer. I'm an opera singer. And you can find me on Twitter at Dale E. Friesen. Hey, Jacob, who are you and where can people find you? My name is Jacob Burgess, and you can find me at Jacob Burgess VO. I am a voice actor, a games writer for tabletop and video games, and the director of operations for Yisward Games. You can usually find me on the Yisward Games Discord at discord.gg backslash Yisward Games, or on Twitter, as I said, at Jacob Burgess VO. Thanks. Corey, who are you? Where can people find you? I'm Coriander Dickinson. Thank you all for watching. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Absalar. And that's usually a good place to get in touch with me with any questions you got. Cool. And uh, Mr. Cowden, who are you and where can people find you? Those empty, lactose-free yogurt containers. There's at least four of them in that bin every morning. You don't know where they come from. You can get a clue to this mystery if you go to andrewcowden.com. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Thank you, and join us in a week for part four of Best of Intentions.